Welcome to Biohack Your Beauty, Episode 5. I'm your host, Dora Vandekamp, and I'm here to help you find the most powerful beauty biohacks, nutrition principles, lifestyle habits, and spiritual practices for optimal well-being. My mission is to inspire you to discover and embrace your own innate powers of longevity, self-optimization, and radiant vitality. This show has been brought to you by Shazandu, a line of the highest quality, wildcrafted, and organic products. And today I want to tell you about Shazandu's wildcrafted more mud mask, which is 100% pure, luxurious mud and full of herbs, flowers, organic compounds, humic and fulvic acid, and naturally occurring essential oils. It has no additives and it's totally raw and unrefined. Also, it's magical. No, really, it's so luxurious and I love how it softens and hydrates my skin. It also makes my pores invisible, which this girl over here definitely appreciates. Check out Shazandu's products at shazandu.com and use discount code DORA, D-O-R-A, for 12% off your order. Today's featured guest is Lauren Lowe Roxborough. Lowe is an international presenter and author of the best-selling book, Taller, Slimmer, Younger. 21 Days to a Foam Roller Physique. She is certified in the fields of structural integration, classical Pilates, nutrition, and pre- and postnatal yoga. Lo is a body alignment specialist, fascia and movement healer, and has worked with some of the world's top athletes and celebrities. Named the Body Alignment Pro by Vogue and dubbed the Body Whisperer by Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop, Lowe has also been listed as one of eight tech pioneers to watch by Entrepreneur Magazine and one of the hottest trainers in America by Shape Magazine. What an incredible honor to interview such a force of nature. Lowe is a down-to-earth maven who knows her craft incredibly well. She is not only passionate about her mission, but she walks the walk. Lowe has helped thousands of people reach their physical goals because she sees the powerful connection between body and mind. We vibed so much during this interview and fangirled a little bit over our love for the founder of Pilates. Here are some of the questions we discuss on the show. How did Lowe become Hollywood's body whisperer? What is the fascia and why is it key in anti-aging? Why do people cry in yoga? Why are scientists now classifying the fascia as an organ? What do our emotional patterns have to do with physical aging? Why do we have sugar cravings? What is the longevity power of the holy foam roller? How do you use a foam roller the right way? How can you grow an inch, an inch and a half in height? How much of the water you drink is actually being penetrated into your cells? What are fascia hydrating and healing foods? How is self-care a biohack? Why is accountability a form of self-care? What supplements are essential for maintaining the connective tissue of the body? What are Lowe's top three beauty biohacks? This episode is so full of vital information for anyone and everyone who wants to continue to be flexible, fit, and vibrant from the inside out and the outside in. Without further ado, Low Roxborough. Thank you for coming on the show, Lo. Anytime. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, happy belated Mother's Day. Aw, thank you. Thank you very much. What about you? Do you have kids? I don't have any kids, nope, um, but I teach, and so that's kind of oh. like my, you know, my babies are all my Pilates, <laughs> my Pilates clients. I love them just like that, so. Yeah. I know, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure great. you can relate a little bit. Definitely mama bear. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I'd, cool. love, I'd love to start, um, tell us a little bit about your story and how your wellness journey led you to become the body whisperer. Oh, that's a good question. Well, okay, so from the beginning, what really kind of instilled this whole like purpose and passion was when I was about 16 years old, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and um, it was, you know, stage four of five, you know, five stages at that time. And I was kind of like, she was not, she was very healthy in my mind, and she was also very, I thought she ate well, and, you know, she wasn't very old. She was, like, in her late 40s, so I just thought, gosh, this is very bizarre. Like, what is going on with our world, and why are we getting disease at such an early age, especially cancer? And um, 
so I started going with her to, or taking her to go get her chemo drip. And I started asking the doctors, and we lived up in Northern California at the time. We were going to Stanford University, so the best place you could get any kind of treatment. And the doctors kept saying, you know what, we don't really have an answer. We don't know why she's getting cancer. It's environmental. It's genetic. And <clears throat> I knew we didn't have cancer in our genetics. And so it just really led me to question what is health? What is not only health, but what is wellness? Um, so it, it put me on this path to sort of, you know, design my own journey of looking into holistic healing. And, you know, as an athlete, too, I was an athlete growing up, a all-American swimmer, and then I played, UC, I played at UC Santa Barbara. I played water polo. So I was always into the physical aspects of kind of being healthy. And so that kind of led me into what I'm doing now. So then basically what happened is I went to UC Santa Barbara. I studied nutrition, exercise, physiology, and then I went to continue to study all of my 20s, Pilates, personal training, Reiki, Thai yoga massage. And then in my late 20s, I discovered the system, basically um, Rolfing. It was, it's called structural integration. It's been designed by the woman named Ida Rolf. And essentially what she did is she studied osteopathy and yoga and acupuncture, and she developed a system that is all about, like, looking at how the human body relates to gravity. So when I, when I added that to my toolbox, somehow everything just clicked. And then I, in my late 20s, started connecting with and manifesting, like, working with, you know, the top athletes or like celebrities or actors or actresses in their genre. And so I was able to work with these people at like the highest level of, of their industry and then of their sport or of their career. So it let, really led me to um, just working with these incredible human beings on the planet. So I learned a lot through kind of seeing what their practices were and then also you know, as I continue to, to look at all the different systems in the body, looking at, obviously, the physical imbalances, movement patterns, and then the emotional patterns as well. So, really, I mean, I think the whole thing with the body whisperer, like, for me, the body is the way in, and then we really get down to the root of what the issues are. It's, you know, everything has a root, right? Everything has a reason. So, mm -hmm. we're looking at all those layers of that. So, that's kind of where I am now in the evolution of it all. Mm -hmm. Um so, yeah, I've been really lucky to be able to, you know, do all, learn all these new modalities and blend them together and then create my own system and then share it with the world. Yay. And you're doing an amazing job with that. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about the fascia and what is it and how does it affect how we feel and our physical bodies and our emotional bodies? Oh, absolutely. So... Like I was mentioning before, Ida Rolf, um, she was actually, believe it or not, a rocket scientist who, as I said before, studied the way the human body related to gravity. And what she found in her studies was she actually discovered fascia. And what, what's been happening in the medical world for many, many years until about 2007 is um, fascia, which is essentially a very thin layer of connective tissue. I always explain it like a full-body wetsuit wrapped around your entire body from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. It's like it should almost be like um, saran wrap, like cling wrap, mm -hmm. really stretchy and flexible and fluid. But what happens is as we age and we stress out and we have traumas and fears, um, and, you know, movement patterns, hunching too much, not breathing deeply enough, not stretching, not creating length and space in the body, that fascia gets thick and dense and kind of becomes like an internal cast inside the body. So it becomes like plasticized and thick and toxins live within in that system and it doesn't have proper circulation or blood flow. So it's it's not, the tissue isn't able to breathe basically. And then the lymphatic system gets clogged and um, we get sicker, the immune system isn't working at its, high at its best capacity. So basically I go, I, what I was going to say before about the, um, since 2007, in the medical community what doctors would do is they would actually um, disregard the connective tissue or the fascia. They would go into dissections of cadavers and they would basically peel back the fascia or the connective tissue and throw it away. They just were like, ah, whatever, this is like the wrapping of the body. We don't need this. We need to get into the organs, the muscles, 
the ligaments, the bones, yada, yada. So they disregarded it. But Ida Rolf in the 1960s was the one that discovered fascia. And since then, people in the holistic world have always known that this system existed in the body. And they also knew that it had a huge impact on the way people feel, not only when it comes to pain, but also, you know, chi, having life force, energy, again, immunity. I mean, if you think about it, like the fascia is the thing besides the skin that's closest to the world, right? So it's going to, we're going to pick up things like energy, energetic things, or we're going to store energy in the fascia when things get clogged. So emotions can actually live in the fascia. And I know that, you know, in yoga, they've been talking about that forever, about how we store emotions in our hips and that's because it gets stuck in the fascia yeah that's that's so true because i'm i teach yoga and there's so many people that cry on the mat it's just amazing isn't it crazy it's crazy and like you know they're they come in and i don't even think they know they're gonna they're gonna start you know crying uncontrollably in like 10 minutes because but it just comes out of nowhere it just is and I think it's unpredictable because sometimes it just happens all of a sudden. It's definitely unpredictable. And a lot of it has to do with just kind of deepening the awareness and kind of being with yourself. Like instead of being in this fight or flight sort of, you know, um, rushing through the the day and the hamster wheel and all that, we actually are just going to sit with who we are and what we are and kind of go within. And then that's how that's the best way for it to release. That's really the only way it can really fully let go is when we're actually present with it. Mm -hmm. So that's where I think it happens in movement and, you know, especially mindful movement and breathing and meditation um, and that type of thing. So, yeah, it's very powerful. And, you know, the thing that's really exciting to me right now, too, is that the medical community is now calling it the sensory organ so it's basically, you know how they say that the skin is an organ, right? So now mm. they're saying that the fascia is also an organ. Wow. And it's all interconnected. And there's ways we can, you know, basically heal it, not just through movement, but also through nutrition, through minerals, through sleep, through taking hot baths, doing saunas. Like, there's all these amazing ways we can really nurture this organ in our body. And it's where we feel everything. So. You know, it's like that's why when you get a massage and you think, oh, this just feels so good. It's because it's like it's a really important, it's a very sensual organ. Like mm-hmm. it's about sensuality and feeling more. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Which and, we all need these days. We do. We do. And I think <laughs> for a long time, I mean, I don't want to go too philosophical here, but for a long time, our bodies were like kind of off limits and that sensual and sensory, yeah. you know, thing was, you know, really taboo and so now all of a sudden we're getting back to this reconnecting with our own bodies and then you know with other people's bodies and it's kind of the the walls are coming down slowly so it's kind of exciting yeah yeah it's like I always say like it's that joie de vivre like yeah we need to just yeah we need to feel a little more and feeling is where we find the truth of ourselves and it's where we find connection and um you know honesty Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Let's talk a little bit about ways to release the fascia. So you talked about the sauna, you talked about hot baths, meditation, breath work. What, what other ways can you loosen or release that fascia? Okay, great question. So the way I look at it is again, going back to the root of it all. So basically the root of what we're looking at is the nervous system. So one of the reasons why we will have knots in the fascia or, you know, like tense areas is because of a clutching pattern. So it's like a holding pattern. And that holding pattern comes from the way our nervous system is responding to the way we're living. So, you know, the whole idea of being in that sympathetic nervous system state, which is a fight or flight, or being in the parasympathetic state, which is being in rest and digest. So, Most people these days in the world that we live in are living in that fight or flight state. So they're in adrenal fatigue and then all of their tissues are like locked up and clutching. So their jaw is clutching tight. Their shoulders are in their ears. Their diaphragm is locked down because their lungs are not expanding. Their pelvic floor is clutching. And like, it's like, I always say, it's like having a stick up your ass where everything is just super tight. And it's almost like it's, we call it hypertonic. So it's like, because it's clutching so much, it's 
the muscles actually weaken. And because the fascia glues down to the tight muscles, then that sort of kind of infuses that position. So it's like it's like a double whammy. But essentially, the point is that the nervous system is where we need to start. So we need to get our bodies and our minds and our hearts and our spirits into more of a resting and digesting mode. It's basically the combination of balance of being in the yin and not only in the yang. So if you think of yang is in that fight or flight and yin is in the rest and digest. So those two states, we need to be in both of them to really thrive in life and not just survive, right? So Mm -hmm. the way when we rest and digest, then we actually can heal our bodies, number one. So we we can, that's kind of to me like the fountain of youth. If we can get our systems to become more in the healing mode, then we actually won't age as quickly. We will feel more energy. Our skin will glow more. You know, we won't be holding on to excess weight. You know, one of the main things, you know, I find people come to me quite often. They're like, why am I not losing weight? Why do I have this gut? And it's a lot of times because they're in that fight or flight all the time. They're in adrenal fatigue and no dieting and no workout is going to cure that. You've got to get your nervous system to calm down, which means that, I mean, and who wouldn't want to do this more? Like roll yourself out more, take more hot baths, go in the sauna, go for a walk, Mm -hmm. you know, go to bed early, take your magnesium before bed, like taking your, you know, eating lots of healthy, um, I call them fascia foods, like things with vitamin C, antioxidants, lots of fiber. Um, So all of those things are really getting to the root of, of the issue. It's not just about like getting a deep tissue massage, putting an elbow in your shoulder. It's about why is that being clutched? It's so true. Yeah. And the whole, yeah. And the holding is coming from a patterning. And usually that patterning is someone is just literally like on that hamster wheel and they're never, ever calming down. And they think that that's the way they're going to get shit done. Mm -hmm. And the reality is we don't get as much done when we're not like, when we're not, um, balanced essentially right because then we're like going a million miles an hour like we've had like eight cups of coffee and then we don't get anything done because we start like five projects and nothing gets done yeah absolutely (laughs) no it's it's so true and it's kind of like we're what are we moving forward towards like are we moving towards something it doesn't ever feel like you're done or you're satisfied or you're happy so you know it kind of you have to be mindful of that because if you're going 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 where are you going to you know if you're just going Mm -hmm. to keep going then what is that really worth losing your health over? Is it? No, it's not, you know? So it's very true. I have a lot of people. It's so funny because I guess, you know, in the, if you are teaching Pilates or any kind of fitness, really, a lot of people come to you and they want to lose weight. And I have so many women and some men, um, you know, say like, how do I lose this weight? How do I lose this weight? And, you know, I tell them it's, it's not just one thing. It's you, you can exercise and you can eat right, but yeah. there's so much more than just that, you know? So true. And then you get those sugar cravings when people are in that um, adrenal fatigue and the cortisol levels are spiking. And then that makes it almost impossible for people to really even try to change their diet because then their hormones are driving their appetite and then they feel guilty about it. So it creates a terrible vicious cycle. Um, and that's where like this sort of letting go and surrendering and deepening. And it's funny because my first, you know, my first book, Taller, Slimmer, Younger, um, I wrote, and it, it got a little bit of pushback because people were like, what, you want me to stop working out? Mm-hmm. It's funny because in other places in the world, like in France and um, even in um, the UK and a few other, a few other places um, actually bought that book around the world. And it really, it was embraced the mm-hmm. whole way of like the joie de vivre and like coming down to like, because sometimes people are also overworking out and then they're actually so starving that they are overeating because they're, you know, they're producing that hormone ghrelin, you know, that appetite increasing appetite hormone because they're overtraining and then they can't get their food thing right. And so, you know, all of it is just like, to me, it's like we need to click the reset button and we need to start and rebuild from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's in calming that body down, calming the nervous system down, releasing those old patterns. Right. Um, yeah, so that's, it's really important. Yeah, and just being a present, like, just what you're talking about, the UK and um, France, like, I'm from Holland, and whenever I go visit oh, yeah. my family there, like, it just is always so 
different and sometimes a little bit crazy because the pace there, like, you know, you are so much more present. People come and they, they have coffee during the middle of the day together or tea, you know, and they talk and they're not just like running around in circles and from, you know, the AM to the PM, (laughs) like they actually stop, take time, you know, and it is, it's a, it's a different way of, I guess, being present, being more present. Um, And there's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's good that we're kind of getting back to that here a little bit, hopefully continuing, you know. Yeah, that's my mission, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, I want to inspire that. Yeah, and you want to enjoy life, too, you know. Yeah, happiness. Like, where is happiness? It's not in those crazy, busy moments of, you know, getting down the to-do list. It's really when you're in the moment, in those small, precious moments. Yes, absolutely sage advice so let's talk about (laughs) foam rolling what's the power of the holy foam roller (laughs) oh i know thank goodness for that thing um (laughs) so so, awesome (laughs) the roller so i discovered the roller back in 2000 was it 2000 or 2001 and um i was in one of my trainings and I was like, wow, this thing is amazing. And I think for so many years of being a swimmer and being an athlete, like I was like, my shoulders really tight. I was like kind of hunched over from being a little bulky, you know, overtraining and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just sort of realized like, wow, this thing is like ironing me out. And then I did my Pilates training and we did a lot of using the roller in the Pilates training. And then, you know, like I said, in all of my 20s, I kept learning new techniques, and I just kept bringing the roller through all of those modalities and all of the techniques. And then I would always give my clients, I would teach a class on it for many years, and then um, I would give my clients that were coming to do my system, I would give them the roller stuff for homework, and then that became its own program. So, but the roller to me is, it's like everyone has a roller, but no one knows what to do with it. And it's the most affordable piece of equipment that can be utilized for so many things. Like, as we know, it can roll away the density of the connective tissue. So that's a huge one, right? So it can actually flush the lymph system. I mean, some say that it even helps reduce cellulite because you're boosting circulation and blood flow. Um, I think it's honestly works better than any of these fascia tools that are out there because the thing about those fascia tools is, like, you're doing one little area. Like, When you're doing my system with the roller, you're looking at the whole structure. You're looking how everything is interconnected. You're looking at this fascial webbing, but you're also looking at the musculature and the structure of the human. And we're also talking about the emotional components that make us a person, that make us a structure, that makes makes us an energetic force. So, you know, using those little tools is fine, but if you want to change your whole body, your whole entire, you know, if you want to grow an inch or an inch and a half in height, You have to really look at all the joints, look at how everything is lined up, look at how if there's hydration in the whole system, you know, and it's not just how much water you're drinking, it's how much of the actual, um, you know, liquid or water in your body is actually being penetrated into your cells, because sometimes if if your tissue is so thick, you're just going to pee everything out and you're not absorbing, you know, the hydration that you're bringing in. Um, So... The roller can be used for that. It can also be used for proprioception, so that brain-to-body connection because it's an instability um, tool. It can also be used, to me, like, as you know, for many of the moves that we do in Pilates on the reformer, on the Mm -hmm. chair, um, which to me is phenomenal. You can do a lot of things inverted like you would do on the barrel, on the half barrel, Mm -hmm. um, which helps people get engaged in their core at such a different level. Um, So to me, it's a workout tool, but it's also like having your own body worker. So you have your own personal trainer and your own private body worker with that roller. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? It is. And my roller particularly, I I used to use um, those old white ones like back in the day that Mm -hmm. always would kind of get all like clumpy and break down and they look disgusting. So I spent about a year designing my own roller that's a lot more like a memory foam kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. It's more cushiony. It ha- I believe it does a lot more with lymphatic drainage. It even has like little little um, raised bumps to help flush the lymph too. Oh, awesome. And it just feels so good. And you can actually use it to roll into a little bit more delicate areas like the QL um, you know, the bra bulge on the side. Like, if you use those hard rollers, it can be very uncomfortable. And I actually don't think that that's good. I think it's supposed to be, like, 
peeling back the layers each time. You don't need to necessarily throw an elbow down into the bone. Really what we're trying to do is we're trying to go into that little, that cavity of space that's essentially between your skin and your muscle. And that is your fascial system between those two points. And what lives within those, what lives within that cavity are the lymph nodes, um, the nerves, and also the the meridians. So it's a very important area, and it's not not to be taken like aggressively, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your system? You you have your own system, and um, I know your book is amazing. It, it talks a lot about um, kind of the way that you recommend foam rolling and working on expansion and circulation. Can you kind of outline a little bit about what what is your system about? Absolutely, yes. So my system is based on Ida Rolf's work. So she developed a 10 series of um, basically sessions. So you're working each different part of the body so that you're working the whole body holistically. Because the reason I did that too is because, again, I was every time people were coming to see me, I was giving them specific homework for that particular session. So I realized that I had this whole entire formula that I had already, you know, basically developed by working on working with my private clients. And um, the system, you know, like it, it basically addresses all the different parts of the body and you're supposed to do it over a 10 week period because that will reboot your system. So each week, my new program is the video course. It's, it's, um, it's a 10 week course and it includes all of my workouts, so it has 300 minutes of workouts, and each week you do a different workout, and all of the workouts are the blend of body work, giving yourself body work, and also Pilates, and they each have an, an actual, like, specific area of the body that we address, and then you do that three times each week, and then the next week you get a progressive workout that you follow the next week. So That's it's pretty awesome. amazing, and then I also have created um, a meal plan that goes along what I was saying earlier, the fascia foods. So it's anti-aging foods, hydrating foods, um, foods that will make you feel, you know, a lot more supple and lighter. And also you'll lose weight because there's tons of fiber and really good protein and good fats. Um, And then I also have my, I call it the, the detox flush. So it actually is a whole system of how to, again, care for your fascia, but also flux you know, basically flush and detoxify your system, which includes dry brushing and the infrared saunas or taking the salt baths and then taking charcoal. So there's a whole program with that. And then I also have, um, as the last pillar of it, is a beautiful, I call it the High Vibe Aligned Tribe Facebook community. So you get access to that when you join the course. How cool. So it's a pretty amazing um supportive system and the before and afters are incredible the testimonials are mind-blowing it's just wow it's just been a godsend yeah it's been incredible how cool that you can kind of take all those things and just like love and nourish your fascia and and then how much of an impact that actually has on your whole entire body emotionally and physically it really is it's all connected like you were saying earlier it's like we one leads to the other, and I find that, at least for me and my and my clients as well, like when we start looking after our bodies and like moving better and feeling better and more energy, we actually make better choices mm-hmm. with food. Oh, totally. And even with time. Like yeah. I always say, like time is the most precious commodity, more than money. Time is the most precious, co- you know, like mm-hmm. so we start making better choices on, well, wait a second, like I don't want to be around that person or I don't mm-hmm. want to be around that energy. I don't want to go to that place. You start making decisions where you actually the things that you're doing are things you really want to be doing. You want to be present, like we were mm-hmm. saying earlier. Like yeah. to me, that's that's like that's the key. Yeah, and you're you know? yeah, you're connected deeper with you know your inner mission and kind of your inner self. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I would like to ask you. So you've talked a little bit. Actually, I've heard you talk about your mission to help people connect to their authentic selves, and I love yes. that because that's like it's such a huge part of wellness and and also of beauty is just being free to be yourself and loving your own like unique self. So what does that mean to be your authentic self? How is that connected to your health and your well being and your and your alignment? Yeah, well, I mean, I think for me, I believe that 
the alignment thing is about figure. First of all, <laughs> to even know what we want, we have to sort of go in and define it. I always say we have to define it to align with it. And basically, so going in again, going in and tuning in, like what are what are our gifts, right? So what if we, we everyone has come here to this planet to do something? We all have some sort of gifts. So my my mission is to really help people find that and connect to that. And again, it's through movement, through just being present, through um, being more mindful on every level. But I think that's what the authentic self is. is when we're when we tap into that, we tune into that. We can actually feel more just truthful. You know, like we feel more like ourselves. We can be more of ourselves. We don't have to be someone for someone else. We can. Be who we are, and we can shine really brightly. And I think when we do that, that true inner beauty comes out. Like you said, it's a confidence. Mm -hmm. It's like when you are rocking your thing, and you know, you just know. It's an inner knowing. It's an inner knowing of, I got this. You know, I've been I've been put on this planet to do this, Mm -hmm. and that's like I feel so lucky that I've have been given this opportunity like I always thought from an early age with that foam roller I was like I don't know why no one has taken this thing big like why I kept thinking (laughs) why hasn't anyone made this thing like out there in the media and then all the universe was saving it for you (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I guess so so I really think that there's something like that for everyone Mm -hmm. um it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be like out there in the media or anything it can be anyone it can be any level of just doing what you love in yeah. any capacity. It can mm-hmm. be creating a product, you know what I mean? Like creating some sort of amazing skincare product or some sort of amazing recipe or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's so many different ways to tap in. But really it's just like I think the idea of trying to be someone else is kind of like the opposite of what we're talking about. It's like yeah. don't try to copy anyone. Just oh, be who so you are true. and go within. And I think – Sitting, sitting with yourself, and for me, meditation has been an incredible way to sort of tune into, like, creating moves, you know, like whether it's a move on the roller that I kind of just channel in. It's like mm-hmm. everyone can channel in this information. Everyone has it. It's just like we have to open up these parts of ourselves to let it come in and not get in the way. Yeah. So I think that's a big problem is we kind of get in our own way, which, of course, I've been there, done that too. Mm-hmm. So For sure. And you're right. I mean, you said that too. Like we, especially in this world of, you know, social media and and Instagram, it's so easy sometimes to compare yourself to other people. But, you know, it it is, it is. And it's, it really, it's like an opportunity to be really mindful and present because, you know, it happens so easily, but you are here not to be like anyone else. You're here to have your own contribution to the world, you know? And yes, yeah. So I love that you said that. Yes. Yeah. Um, can you, you mentioned meditation. What is your meditation process? Do you have kind of a process or, um, a kind of meditation that you like to do? I do. I mean, I have been lucky enough to, to do, to study transcendental meditation tm Mm -hmm. and it really i think honestly like without tm i don't think i would have been able to do what i was saying is like channel in these things and realize that i have these formulas and then build relationships and manifest the energies around me and it's just because what happens when you meditate it changes the matter in your brain so it actually totally changes you as a human Number one, it uncoils so much of the old stress, emotional stress that we've had over the years, and it taps you in to that source that I was saying. It brings you that open channel of creativity, in my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. like they say in that chakra, the crown chakra, like when you open that up, and that opens up more with meditation, then you can channel in all of these amazing creative ideas. Mm-hmm. So to me, TM is very powerful. It's it's the most researched and studied meditation on the planet because luckily um, Maharishi came over and like started working with the Beatles. So they got a lot of money um, put into a couple institutes to do a lot of scientific research. Oh, so they've, they've actually cool. found that it helps people lose weight. It helps people reduce anxiety, depression, um, you know, obviously stress. Yeah. And, but also a lot of people in the, in the, um, entertainment industry industry have been using TM for a long time to help them tap into their creative selves and sort of be, 
you know, that idea of channeling and all this amazing creativity that's available to us all. But we, a lot of us are just so busy in our minds that we can't, we don't let it in. So true. Absolutely. Or, or we think we have, we're in a, too much of a hurry to meditate. <laughs> don't yeah, which yeah. is such a bizarre concept if you think about it. Logically, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think we're moving towards people being a little bit more open to it because, you know, so many, there's so many benefits to it. It's like, it, oh, it, yeah. you know, and, and we, I mean, I talk about biohacking to a lot of the guests on here and really the biggest biohack so far, meditation, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's free. Like you can just I do know. it. <laughs> so it's yeah, pretty cool. And also, I mean, to me, meditation can also be anything where you're really present. Mm-hmm. So you're not overthinking things like it could be going for a swim yeah it could be you know like some people say running is their meditation it could be taking a hot shower right um so it doesn't have to look like you know that whole idea of um like that picture of someone Mm -hmm. but it is it's being not in the mind it's being in in the energy in the in the being Mm -hmm. not in the mind but in the being if that makes sense yeah no, it does. And, and I think that's what made me fall in love with Pilates, really, because, yes, you know, that's too. what it felt like. It was like, this is this is true love. Like, you know, the first time I was like, this is it, you know, and um, but it's me because too. it's so meditative, like it's you're just really present. You're really present. I mean, yeah. sometimes you have to work a little harder to be present, but it's just yeah. a beautiful form of yeah meditation, really. So, and it feels so right, Pilates, doesn't it? It just it feels does. right. Like everything feels oh like, gosh. oh, yeah, this is all the right muscles and it's all the so right. It's so true. You know? I'm such a weirdo yeah. because I talk to strangers about Joseph Pilates all the time. Like, I'm like, he's such <laughs> a genius. Do you know what a genius he is? Like, he just I know. blows he really my is. mind. Oh, I my know. God. He's incredible. amazing. Such a fan. Seriously. <laughs> I know. He's um, incredible. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we talk a little bit about meditation. So let's talk about self-care and you talk about the importance of self-care a lot. So what does that look like and what are some ways you practice self-care? Oh man. So self-care is making sure that you fill yourself up before you go and try to fill other ones, other people up. So, you know, the idea of filling up your own cup before you try to fill someone else's cup up. So Mm -hmm. I always think about it like this, like I'm going to be such a better mom, be a better friend and be a better wife. If I look after myself, even if it's just small things throughout the day, whether it's like going to get a pedicure or going to going for a walk on the beach, doesn't have to cost anything or Mm -hmm. taking, you know, 10 minutes in my car to meditate before I go in to, you know, see clients or, you know, it can be all it's it's the small things that really add up. And it's then it's establishing a new pattern in your brain, like it's like creating a new loop in your brain to actually make those choices. And also self-care can be like cooking really healthy food for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be, you know, wanting to fill yourself up with food that has chi in it versus just eating crappy processed food that comes from like, you know, like plastic packages or whatever. To me, it's like anything that you can do to help your energy feel lighter, Mm -hmm. to help your body, you know, again, to get your body into that rest and digest mode. Mm -hmm. Um, Ask for help, too, like from friends or family or, you know, if you have kids, like, you know, take a little extra time for yourself. If you're going to work all day and you're coming back and then you have no time on either, like, like the bookends. I always think of the bookends in the morning. Take a little time for yourself before, you know, you get back to being your mom or whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. wife, or even just, like, looking after yourself. Like, take a little time for yourself on each end of the day. Mm -hmm. Um like I said earlier, like doing the saunas are amazing, doing the baths, um, taking a walk on the beach or, you know, doing some earthing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my self-care gosh. to me yes. is also like laughing and hugging and like drinking a glass of wine mm-hmm. and going out to a beautiful meal and taking time again. It's all about time, isn't it? Yeah, it, it <laughs> really is. Yeah. Yeah. Taking a little trip, whether it's a road trip or, you know, putting it, you know, a great thing for me for self-care is doing my vision board. I love doing my vision board because Mm -hmm. I swear to God, every time I do that thing, it just all of a sudden it all manifests and it all happens. And then it's sort of like that idea of 
taking the time to define what you want to align with it and then put it on your vision board and then keep updating it because it will happen. And then you're like, oh, I got to redo this again. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because it's so ironic when you slow down, you have more time. Like if you slow down, it it doesn't feel like you have so little time. It's the weirdest thing, but it's true. Like every time you kind of take some more time, you have more time. It feels like time moves slower. So that is like, yeah. a, it's a big thing for sure. Um, 100%. Yeah. I think it's like also, you know, taking inventory of one of the things I do with my clients too is I make them take inventory of how their day goes. Like, mm. is your day going the way you want it to go? Like, or if it isn't, tell me what your ideal day looks like or your ideal schedule looks like. Yeah. And then I actually have them write that down. And then if they are not living that life that they want, that they actually desire, I say, okay, well, let's put it out there. And then, you know, six months later, they're all of a sudden living that. Yes. It's crazy. It really works. It, it, it it's does. Like, but we have to be, yeah. it's accountability. It's taking responsibility for our own stuff. Mm-hmm. That's self-care too. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Being accountable to yourself for sure. Yes, for accountability sure. is self-care. That's a good one. It I like is. That. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And it makes you really, like, it builds your own confidence and your own self-respect. And, you yeah. know, it's kind of like a way to, yeah, love yourself. So, yeah, definitely it is self-care. When you say, um, when you say rest and digest, I wanted to ask you, so a lot of us, like, one of the things we do is, as self-care is we, like, eat and snack because we think that's self-care and when you say rest and digest it makes me kind of think of giving your body a break from that so that eating so that you can digest is is fasting something that you incorporate into self-care um yeah I think doing like some intermittent fasting can be really helpful for um allowing the body to do that deeper healing like we were saying earlier um but the rest and digest state is just being in a calmer state. So mm-hmm. you could be eating during okay. that state and you're probably digesting better. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If you want to, that is probably a good thing for self-care, like once a week, doing one of those 16-hour fasts from like, you know, whether it's five, what was it, like five o'clock at night till like mid-morning or yeah. something. You know, if you do that, you go to bed. And, and if I do that, I'll always just have like some bone broth mm-hmm. and I'll add like some some herbs and some lemon into it or something and that way I still feel like I'm getting like some sort of satiation you know or have a cup of tea and keep really hydrated but yeah then you give your body that opportunity to instead of digest the food as you're going to sleep at night but to really um you know go into doing some deeper healing which is great to do once once a week it's amazing it's phenomenal yeah it's really crazy like it does give your body a self-care that's a good idea like yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, at least it helps me kind of tune into how my body's feeling, you know, because I, you know, if you like are going to work out or anything or even go to bed and you have food in your in your stomach or you're digesting, it always feels kind of like your body's working hard and it can't really focus on other stuff all the time, you know, because so you're digesting. Yeah. So I think it's just yeah, another. Let's face it. We're not starving. You know what I mean? None of right. us, in, at least in our in our industry, we're all fine. We're yes. not like, you know what I mean? Like, totally. I mean, there are people that are either starving or right. are having a, like an eating disorder. But mm-hmm. like, if we're normally a pretty healthy person, like we are okay if we right. miss a day. Yeah, food. I think it's a good way to kind of practice mindfulness and and build that kind of self care mindset too, because it's not just like you're eating you're actually being present and knowing whether you really need to eat or want to eat you know instead of just kind you know of mindlessly eating yeah it's like it like tunes you into your intuitive feelings of really is it hunger or is it just that you want to fill a void yeah um you yeah. know the idea of intuitive eating and also i think it really tunes us back into like what do your organs feel like when they're not super bloated you know what i mean right. like yeah. What do they feel like when they're kind of have clicked the reset button and mm-hmm. they have space and like they're not just squeezing everything out or trying to absorb nutrients? It's like, right. oh, okay, this is what my stomach should feel like normally. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. Then, then when you do eat a heavy meal after you've done a little intermittent fasting, you really feel it and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that again. <sighs> you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> maybe just even tuning into what your body 
wants to eat because you you have you know in your yeah. system too you have these foods that help the fascia and even in your one of your Instagram posts uh, you talk about the fascia and the aging of the fascia the dehydration of the yeah. connective tissue you know so you probably want to absorb nutrients and you probably do that better if you're you know eating not huge meals if you're kind of just in tune with your body and what it what it wants to eat absolutely yeah it's pretty incredible actually it makes yeah i mean anytime our body isn't it's funny i've been really working with my daughter who's going to be five this summer like tuning into her body and listening to what she wants to eat like as far as certain foods and literally we'll walk around the farmer's market and she'll pick up a big thing of kale like she likes dino kale and she'll be like mommy can i just eat this now and then she'll just start grinding on it raw how and then, cute is she oh my gosh too. i'm like oh my gosh you are such an amazing kid and then she loves bone broth how funny is that she's oh like mommy God. can i have bone broth for dinner oh how <laughs> cute is she well i watched your instagram story today with the blueberry smoothie and oh, they're no so way. cute all over their face <laughs> they're I adorable I like i gotta get a film of this it's too adorable oh my gosh but how cool that they're I mean you know that's has to do a lot with you but how cool that they're open to these amazing foods and that she's going to the farmer's market that's so cool because it kind of helps her connect to where the food comes from it's not just from the grocery store you know what? We've been doing that from the beginning, and we know she knows the farmers. And she's How like, "Mommy, cool. can we go to the farm?" And she wants to go see the animals, and then the you know the orchards. And oh my gosh! We grow lemons on our on our property too, and we're gonna plant an avocado tree. And like, she's like, she loves like, "Can we go get a lemon, mommy?" Like, oh, she's cool. so into it. It's really amazing. I mean, I think you know that we're our world that we live in right now is so stressed out, and everyone mm-hmm. there's so much fear, and so. Yeah. But I always think about that Mother Teresa quote, and it's like, how do you want, do you want to save the world? Start with you and your family. So that's what I'm trying to do. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, absolutely. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And you're doing it. (laughs) That's really cool. Thank you. So I'd love to um, ask you, what are your top three beauty biohacks? They can be physical, technological, supplemental, spiritual, but what are your top three? Okay, so great question. I love it. So I would say I am obsessed with taking bone broth collagen protein powder. We put it in our smoothie every day. We take the one by Paleo Pro. It is hands down the most bioavailable, incredible tasting. It's sweetened a tiny bit with monk fruit, has no stevia in it. And I'm telling you, like, the girls just, like, take it down. They love it. They'll eat the powder, like, just by itself. Oh, even the baby, the one-year-old. Yeah. Oh, Oh, definitely. It's, like, the most clean, grass-fed, bioavailable powder, um, which I'm actually designing my own with them. I'm going to make my own product with them. I'm going to partner with them and do that because it's just such an important part. Like, that's the the number one thing you can do to really feed your connective tissue. Um, now the next thing I would say is taking magnesium powder. Mm. I like natural, um, natural calm or natural vitality calm because it is a powder with, and you get the unflavored one. So I don't like any stevia, any sweeteners. I like everything just to be super plain. It's powder and it's bioavailable. That's the thing about these supplements. They have to be high quality and bioavailable or they're crap. You're literally going to just pee them out if you don't get good high quality supplements. um, But magnesium, it's been around forever, but I find it's very, very helpful for getting to that root of the nervous system and calming the body down and getting that deeper, deeper sleep. So especially if you're going to do the intermittent fasting, take your magnesium that night. You will absorb it. You'll sleep so deep. Your body will be able to go in and heal. Um, I mean, I'm telling you, when I take that stuff, I could sleep for six hours for one night taking that stuff. And I'll feel like I've slept for nine. Yeah. Because it's like the deepest sleep. Because you know how they say, like, sleep. more importantly is that deep sleep. It's not how many hours. It's how it's like circadian rhythms and like getting into that deep sleep so taking that magnesium for me has been a a game changer also for muscle recovery yeah um they call it the Mm anti-stress mineral yeah 
and we're all so deficient with... in it, which is crazy. Know, like 75% of the population is deficient in magnesium. It's pretty crazy. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that one is, everyone needs it. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. Um, it also helps with people with digestive stuff. It can help um, with constipation, bloating, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But I don't, I don't know. I don't like taking it in a, um, in a pill form. I like to put it in a glass of water as either a little bit of like lukewarm water mm-hmm. and take it right before bed. I love um, it. That's how I take it too. I, I literally have it every evening before I go to bed. And I actually like the way it tastes. It's kind of like little too. fizzy. But it's, like, yeah. the best. It's, like, almost like a little warm tea before you go to sleep. It is. Yeah. It's really nice. It mm-hmm. doesn't, yeah, it doesn't taste, like, medicinal or anything. No. It's great. Yeah. Um, and then I would say, you know, as far as beauty tips, um, I mean, I'm a big believer in vitamin C, like, for the skin. I mean, I find... You know, I'm in the sun a lot. I've been in the sun a lot my whole life being a swimmer. and But when I use that vitamin C... E serum and I put that on like after I've done a really good hydration I mean a really good exfoliation like all of a sudden it's just like the skin glows so mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that I also do swear by microcurrent I think microcurrent is the most amazing thing you can do for your skin and, and act for your face and your body okay. to kind of reboot the electrical system um, you can also get they have little tools now you can get to do it yourself I think there's one called new and you and then there's the um, zip Beauty, mm. which those are two microcurrent um, home devices that actually really work. Okay. Uh, and then you can go to, you know, practitioners for that too. But I think really just, you know, again, like taking some time for your skin and making making your skin a priority from the inside out and also from the outside in. Absolutely. Um, those are my favorite. Those are great. Most important things. Those are yeah. awesome. I love that. Um, yeah. So how can people connect with you? How can people find you? Well, yes, please follow me along on Instagram. I'm going to have a lot of new, fun, and exciting things. And um, the name it's under is Low, L-O-R-O-X-B-U-R-G-H, so Low Roxburgh. And then my website is my name, laurenroxborough.com. And you can also check out my new course at laurenroxborough.com slash T-S-Y, and that's my new video course that everybody is loving. Oh my goodness, how wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing and for sharing all your incredible knowledge. This was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I want to encourage you to share this podcast with your friends and the people you love. Even if you just send it to one other person, this information might be a game changer for them. If you want to support the podcast, please subscribe and please rate it. It's super easy. Just scroll down to the bottom right, click on those little dots, and you'll see leave a review. Please tune in to the next show, episode six, with biohacker extraordinaire and lifestylist Luke Story. I'm so honored to continue to share this amazing journey with you. It's turning out to be a beautiful ride. (music) 